0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another mini cast episode. I am your host Deborah, and welcome to have a seat conversations with women in the workplace podcast. Um, But so instead of a conversation with a woman in the workplace as a guest, you're going to have a conversation with me. I am the woman in the workplace in this episode. Um, As you may or may not know, my show is an interview-style show, but every once in a while, I will hop on, grab the mic, and hit that big red record button and just share some thoughts with you guys, um, and that's what I'm doing today. Okay, so let's get to it. I know time is precious. Um, last month, I did a quick minicast on transitioning back to the office and what that is looks like, felt like, tasted like, like all the things, what that was all about for me and transitioning back. And um, for those of you that listened, or even if you didn't, just a quick Reader's Digest breakdown. I was hashtag not a fan. Like I really have thrived during this these last 15 months um i'm just talking about me you know i'm not trying to make a blanket statement um but in terms and in terms of work i'm not talking personal anything of that nature but work-wise it has really been aces and green as go for me these past 15 months i have just thrived working from home i found tremendous work-life balance um I am lucky enough that I have a dedicated office space at home with a door that I can shut. I have a desk, I have dual monitors, I have a computer, it's all good. Like I am, everything literally that I have at work, I have at home. I am not somebody that, you know, has been sitting on their ass, like on the couch or on their bed or like on a beach, you know, um, sidebar, very jealous. Um, but no, like I need that structure still at home. So it, I have really thrived. So that show was really talking about I was all, you know, kind of just kind of sharing with you guys how it was going to be, what expectations I think were going to be, you know, put on me and us, uh, for those of you that had to transition back as well. So this show is sort of a piggyback onto that one. Um, And it has to do more with now that I have been back since July 2nd. So it's been, you know, a month to be fair, right? It's been a solid four weeks. Um... One thing that has stood out for me, and you guys, you know, hit me up, hop on my website, shoot me a note, let me know if this is the same for you, or find me on my socials, let me know. Um, but for me, I have found that I have really had to turn on my listening skills like amped up to 10, um, because as... All of us have, as my coworkers, as my, as my teammates have been transitioning back. I have found in my role in the, for those who may not know, I am an executive assistant, so I am in a support role, um, Sometimes we need to just sort of play the bartender. And I've always, my entire career, have joked around that I am the office bartender. You know, the one who kind of stands behind the counter, wipes it down, pours you your drink, and then you just like word vomit all over, right? Um, you know, you guys know what it's like, those of you that are in a similar pro- profession as me. You know, you're in your office, someone comes in. Oh, they sit down, you get to talking. And, and it's just how it is, right? That's just the like unwritten Uh, description in our job (laughs) about our job so which I love I mean I'm a people person so I totally love it but I'm finding that in this time of transition as again some of my teammates and myself have gotten back into the office and we're not hybrid we are like back 40 hours a week in the brick and mortar. and again, for those of you who may not know, I work for in higher education for a brick and mortar university. So of course, you know, that's our that's our brand. You know, we're brick and mortar. So come on in, come to come back to school, right? But that has been incredibly challenging. I don't have to tell you guys. It's been in the news. Some of you are parents, you totally understand the struggle is real. So for someone who works in that environment, I have found that I have really had to turn on my listening skills, like I said, 110% along with my empathy skills, Uh, that has increased tenfold because I'm finding that there are so many experiences out there. Everybody has a different story. Everyone has experienced these past 16 plus months differently. Everyone is in a different stage with it. They have different family priorities. They have different life priorities, work priorities. Everyone has a completely different take on how this whole thing should go down. It is quite remarkable. Um, I think we kind of knew like back in the safety of our homes, oh, when we all go back to work, da, 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 how it was going to look. But I think now, at least for me that I'm knee deep in it, it is really eye opening. The amount of vulnerability and honesty and candor that is being shared by by myself and my coworkers. So I wanted to do a quick mini cast on listening for those of us that are taking on more of, well, you know what, I'm gonna back up. Not just those of us that are taking on more of a backseat, but this is gonna go towards everybody. Whether you are in the C-suite listening to this or whether you are still working remote, whether you are a hybrid worker or whether you're back brick and mortar, even you solopreneurs and entrepreneurs out there as well can um, benefit from this type of a discussion. And again, not only with me, but like with others in your, in your orbit, right? In your tribe. I have found that showing empathy and giving people space to talk and air what they need to say, share where they're at and just let them sit, let them have the floor. You know, it will come back to you. Like you will get a chance to share as well if you choose to. But I find that now more than ever, we just need to give people the space they need to talk it out. I have found that to be so true. I maybe will get like 10 words in, and people just need to unload. There's fear, there's frustration. There's excitement, there's humor, um, there is a lack of confidence, there's insecurity. It's just a scary time. It is an incredibly scary time. Um, There is no general, like I said, you can't really lay a blanket on it and say, everybody is feeling this way. That is so not true. Everyone is sitting with this entire situation differently. And so I found, I've been doing a little research because that's me. I'm a little nerd bird and I like to kind of research this. I'm a, I'm a student of human behavior. Um, it's literally my damn major was human services. So, um, so I found a really interesting article that kind of backs up what I'm saying in terms of how to perfect our listening skills, um, and I'll, cont- I'll provide a link to it in the show notes if you're interested. It's super short. It just has seven things that I really kind of felt, yeah, that really pertains to what's going on. And the first one they mention is eye contact. I really think by making eye contact right now, even if you're still virtual, even if you're remote, so this is going to talk to everybody. I don't care, again, if you're back full time, if you're hybrid, if you're remote, what your stage is in your career, whether you're in the C-suite or you're at the clerk desk checking in mail, I don't. Care. This goes across the board. And especially, can I say just quickly to the leaders of the group, to those in the C-suite or those of you in leadership roles, this is especially true for you guys because you have more people that you probably come in contact with in various forms, whether it be virtually or back face-to-face. So this is really important, I just think, for everyone across the board. For number one, eye contact, as I said before, so important. I mean, if you're like us, we ha- we're we uh, in our state in Nevada right now, currently in August, um, we are masked up if we're indoors. And so you have no choice but to make eye contact because there's really nowhere else to look. You know, you're looking people in the eye. Um, but that is so important right now because I think I truly subscribe to this saying, which is the eyes are the windows to the soul. And I really believe now that that mask is sort of covering up half the face, you have no choice but to look someone in the eye. And that is going to be very telling. And don't be afraid to make that eye contact because that nonverbal is going to tell you everything you need to know about what that person is facing in their life or where they're sitting in the moment they're talking to you. Whether they're stressed, whether they're scared, whether they're frustrated, whether they're chill whether they're happy. Um, So eye contact, number one, right? Number two, ask open-ended questions. I think this kind of is a default because we're all kind of talking open-endedly right now and sharing our experiences. So don't be afraid to kind of, if the mood calls for it, if the conversation calls for it, if you have that type of relationship with your colleague or coworker or teammate, ask open-ended questions, get them to kind of open up a little bit to tell you where they're sitting, where they're at, what's going on for them. Be empathetic. Hello. I mean, drop the mic. I can stop, hit stop right now and walk away. Be empathetic. I mean, this is in everything we do from the verbal to the nonverbal. Identify, if you can, the other person's emotions and then try to connect with them from there. If something is uncomfortable for them, if they're experiencing some sort of scare, some sort of health scare, maybe they're in a sandwich generation, they have kids at home, they have parents living with them, maybe they have kiddos that are too young to get vaccinated, if that's the route they want to take. You know, again, vaccinations, like it's a whole thing, right? Be empathetic right now, I think is so key. I mean, that is like the key, really to everything right now. It's just, it just is. Um, don't jump to a solution. So those of those, anybody that comes to you like, well, I'm having issues with my kiddos and going back to school or my parents are living with me and I don't know what, what should I should do with my mom? She's too afraid to go get that. Don't be the one to be like, well, this is what I think you should do. Why don't you like put your, your wagging finger away. And those of us that have mommy tendencies, they don't need a parent right now. Um, don't be that solution finder, of course, if you're asked point blank like, what do you recommend? Do you have any advice? Basically, don't offer unsolicited advice again, just listen. I find that to be true because I am like a fixer, you know I will i, I my knee jerk is to jump in with, well, you know what you can do is you know, and coming from a good place, I just want to be helpful. um but I realize in this day and age, really kind of back off on that, hit pause. Pump the brakes and just don't like provide a solution automatically. Let people sort of tell you maybe they just need you to listen, right? Avoid bringing yourself into the conversation. I mean, come on. Right, I know this is a point of sharing right now and we're experiencing, you know, we're sharing our experiences and that's all well and good, but let them, again, let them really have the floor. You know, again, some people just need to talk, give them the space and then come in with something that you can, that you find relatable or, and then come in with your own experience, but you may never even get the chance to, and that's okay. So uh, try, if the situation calls for it, read the room and not make it about yourself. Maybe in that instance, it just needs to be about the other person. And that circles about around to the second to last one, which is make it all about them and then put yourself in their shoes. So maybe you feel one way or the other about something they're trying to share with you. And inside, maybe your knee jerk is, well, why would you do that? That's really not the way to go. You, a, you don't need to say that out loud, you know, <laughs> and then B, again, this sort of is like another way of, I think, of being empathetic, just, you know what, Ooh, maybe if I did have little ones under the, under the age of 12 at home, that would be a challenge for me and I would be stuck. You know, it would, or gosh, I don't have parents living me with me, but I guess if I did, then I would be feeling just as concerned. So again, yeah, it's okay. Make it all about them because guess what? It is. You know, just again, you don't have to always respond either. Maybe just sort of let them talk and let it be. And lastly, don't interrogate or interrupt. I know that I am not a fan of someone interrupting me and I really don't course correct after that. If I am interrupted, I am like a turtle and I will just shut down because that. Tells me that they are not really listening in the first place because they felt that they could just interrupt. So I'm just going to shut down and not continue. My side of the conversation and I'll just let them win. And I know, I know, I know there's a lot of you out there who are conversation experts and communication experts. And I know I'm probably sending you running, screaming from the room, but, um, that's just my knee jerk. I fight it and I, and I try not to let that be what happens, but that's like my knee jerk reaction. So my point here is try not to interrupt, let them have the space. There might be long pauses there might be a time that they need to reflect before they answer. Give them the space. Especially now, I think, you guys, this is kind of my point, and I'll bring it on home because I really try to make these mini minicasts be short. Um and i guess it just sort of circles around it all circles back to number 3 which is be empathetic we are all going through something right now at different stages and so let's just try to keep that in mind especially those of us that are you know back face to face but this doesn't just res- again this is not just reserved for the face to facers this is also all of this can be done virtually i firmly believe you can still exhibit some of these traits through through a monitor Okay, so really, really try to keep that in mind. And especially for you leaders out there, especially for you, just because you're back in the office and you're back, green means go, all guns blazing, doesn't mean your staff is in that same space with you. So really, please, even if you are a leader of one, even if you like have one person that works under you, really try to put your empathetic hat on and understand where they're coming from. Listen, it will pay off. Tons, it has to, right? It has to. So, anyway, that is my mini cast on listening, and especially right now, um, as we are f- kind of figuring this whole post pandemic maybe question mark time frame out for many of us transitioning back to work. I just felt it was a little necessary, again, to share with you a little bit of what I'm experiencing at work and what I'm going through. Um, It's just interesting times, everybody. It really, really is. So let's just be there for each other. I think now more than ever, it's time for a little grace and a little patience, right? And if you're anything like me, with a dash of humor, because you know, um, you gotta laugh sometimes, right? So, so now that it's so now it's over to you guys. How do you feel? Am I on the mark? Am I on the money? What are you experiencing? For those of you that have either transitioned back, are a hybrid, or staying remote, hey, let's hear from you guys. What's going on? How you feeling? Or if you're an expert in this, hit me up. Find me on my website fill out my guest form and let's talk. I'd love to get an expert's opinion on how we're all kind of handling all this right now. So, all right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening. I am so excited uh, to have you here with me and to share another mini cast. And as always, I like to end the show with a quote. So this quote is brought to us by Uzu Aduba. And if you guys don't know who she is, she is that wonderful, wonderful actress from Orange is the New Black. And it goes like this. Growing up, I never thought there was a seat for me. So I've decided to build my own table. Come, pull up a chair. I love that because there is so much conversation right now with our thought leaders on finding our seat and building our own tables and grabbing a chair ourselves and sitting down. Let's do this. And I also thought it was pretty clever because my podcast is called Have a Seat. And so I feel like by creating this podcast. I have created a table as well in my virtual living room, kitchen, dining room, whatever. And I'm inviting you all in. Have a seat with me and let's share and discover together. All right, everybody. Well, until next week, stay safe, be well, and remember, keep having those conversations. Thanks for listening.